1: This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. Okay, let's start with the real estate headlines for this week. What have you got for us? Well, you know what? It's uh, it, The strength
2: of the market has continued throughout. You know, from January, we pretty much haven't stopped. And, you uh, you know people are asking what this means in terms of price points in terms of availability, and right now we 're in the exact situ- same situation as we were back in two thousand and sixteen where inventory was very limited and we were selling properties at about one hundred and four percent of asking price right now we 're selling them for about one hundred and six percent of asking price, and that 's because inventory is a little bit lower than it was back in 2016. We're sitting at around one month of inventory, Tina. And that means if nothing came on the market today, one month from now, we would be sold out of properties to
1: sell. And so that means this is a seller's market, is that right? It is
2: completely a seller's market where we're looking at uh, you know comparable sales figures to 2016, which was our busiest year. We're actually performing at about, 20 to 25% higher than those levels. So look for this year to continue to be strong. And even as we head into a bit of a slowdown over the next few months, you're going to start to see the numbers for the entire year of 2021 rival those and and exceed those of
1: 2016. And that's exactly where I was going. Where do you see the market going this summer? Do you anticipate that, that summer slowdown?
2: Well, you know, uh, this weekend especially, Ontarians are breathing a sigh of relief because everything is starting to open up again. And this is something that, you know, even though it's limited capacity, just the energy in the air, just the the feeling that's out there is we're finally coming out of this. And you know, it's cautious optimism. And it's the same with the market. I mean, there is some there there is some signs of the market beginning to show that it is going to slow down for the next couple of months. Our market was front-loaded this year, which means that everyone jumped on between January and May to buy properties. So I can see as things open up and people are allowed to get out and travel and go to patios and shopping malls, that's going to take a little bit of the steam out of the market, but it'll be temporary. People still need to get into their homes before schools start. And as we head back to the old normal or as close to the old normal as possible, you're going to start to see those the market go back into traditional segments. And, And by that, I mean if you look at what's happened month over month, so compare January to January, compare April to April, May to May, you start to see it trending back. To a traditional real estate market and the sales are relatively the same. And with that said, yes, we we will not have the strength of the market that we had in October, November, December last year. It'll be more traditional. And uh, that's a good sign.
1: And what's it like within your office with your buyers and sellers? Are there still bidding wars happening? There are. There are still bidding wars
2: happening. Uh, the buyers are pretty savvy right now. They've been through so much with the bidding wars, and uh, you know, they know what the actual price of a home is. You're not going to get someone overpaying for a home like you did when there was almost a panic that nothing else would come on. People are okay. Uh, they're, they're a little more patient now than they were maybe about six months ago, and they're just waiting it out. So you're seeing a lot of listings right now, not necessarily in our office, but when you're searching the MLS and even if you're searching realtor.ca, you'll see something that was priced for a bidding war and say it was priced at 9.99, and they didn't get as high as they wanted to and they're taking it off the market and they're relisting it for $1.15 or $1.17 and that's not necessarily the right move. Uh, the, the right move is always to price it at market value and let the market dictate what the selling price is going to be.
1: And how, once again, do you assess that market value?
2: You really have to do your homework, and and you have to assess what's happened in the past. You have to assess what's happening right now, and you also have to assess where the market is going. You want to be ahead of the market. You don't want to be chasing the market. So if you're in a pocket where multiple offers are non-existent, don't price your home for a multiple offer. People are not coming to that area and getting into bidding wars. There's a lot of buyer fatigue still. There's people that have lost out on 15, 20 offers. You know, I, I was able to uh, get a, a, a home for one of my buyers that had lost out on six other offers, and when I told them that they got it, they couldn't believe it because they were so used to missing out by 50, 60, 70 thousand dollars, and someone overpaying. And, and as a realtor, my job is to make sure that they're not overpaying, and the house is getting appraised for the value that they've paid, and you know, when you're missing out by $50,000, $70,000 every time, and you've done this six or seven times, hmm. it almost is a shock when you do get the home.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be for sure. All right, Asif, after the break, the 15-minute commute. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. On the Market is Back. I'm Tina Cortez, and this is York Region's only radio real estate show. Over to my co-host, Asif Khan, from Remax Prime Properties, with today's guest, Asif.
2: Thank you, Tina. Joining us is Wayne Berger, CEO of Americas for IWG. Now, Wayne, all our listeners are all secretly trying to figure out what IWG is in their head right now, so <laughs> why don't you go ahead and tell us what IWG
3: is and what you do? Thank you, Awesome. Well, many of your listeners may know us from our two most popular brands, Regis and Spaces, in which we have a fairly significant uh, presence in York Region with both our brands. We are the world's largest provider of co-working facilities, like Regis and Spaces around the world, including here in Canada with 135 locations.
1: Okay, so Wayne, tell us about this new survey, the 15-Minute City. What's that all about? Well, I'll
3: I'll say right off the bat, aspirationally, I think we're moving into a renaissance for workers for the first time and really over the last hundred years and how we'll live and work every day. What we saw in our survey is, obviously, we've all been maneuvering through a pandemic, and for many of us, we've been working from home over the last 17 months. And the fatigue of working only from home is settling in, but what we're discovering is, there is an incredible amount of demand from employees to be able to shift how they worked every day, to eliminate this idea of driving or commuting long distances, to go arbitrarily back to a corporate headquarters five days a week, what employees are looking for, and what employers are supporting and determining is flexibility, this flex schedule where where depending on what's required each day in, employees, in an employee's calendar or job, whether it's productive time, whether it's gathering time, whether it's time with clients or, or time with team members, it's moving to more purpose-driven calendar where time can be spent flexibly away from a corporate headquarters uh, every single week.
2: And you're right, because with the trend towards people working from home and especially being forced to work from home over the last 15, 16 months, we've seen employers know send computers and and equipment home but there are those people that cannot get work done from their home and need a space where they can go into and and have the facilities available to them if they need uh, in order to print or scan or uh, any of those or even have a live receptionist that's there how has your business evolved over the last 15 or 16 months the covid period uh, and Do you see a lot of growth in it?
3: Yeah, so I I would say I feel like we're probably still at the early stages of the growth in co-working, both in Canada and around the world, and the pandemic has only accelerated growth. When we look at markets that have, let's call it reopened at this point, our demand has increased double digits versus pre-COVID period in which the demand was very, very strong. Um, if you look at our business in Canada, we tripled in size over the last five years from just under 50 locations to now uh, over 130 locations, um, just a service the clients need. And uh, what we're seeing is this tremendous growth because, to your point, um, working from home is great for, for a very specific need or time. And many people do not have the facilities or ability to be able to work from home. And, and what, we're, what we're discovering is Working solely from home is not the desire, but the benefits of being able to capture, recapture hours in a schedule that are unproductive by traveling is now becoming very, very focused and and very much a top priority from employers and employees alike. So we're seeing a healthy increase in demand, and one of the big things we're seeing is companies turning to their team members and their employees and saying, look, we don't mind – you working from anywhere that makes sense for you. We'd like you to be back at our corporate headquarters maybe one day a week, but, but mainly for when we need you to be there. In the interim, we'd like you to be able to work wherever it makes most sense to you. So companies like Shopify, Spotify, Standard Chartered, NPP, Google, Dell, have all started to incorporate this work anywhere policy in which they're providing their employees with access to co-working facilities because it provides the best benefit to be able to just walk out of a house and travel five to 15 minutes, and that's not driving. That's that's a bike ride or a walk, and be able to walk into a facility that gives them everything they need, a full ecosystem of, of space in order to work privately, gather with people, have all the range of amenities so they can just focus on the core element.
1: So it sounds like you're saying the future is flexible. Is that right?
3: Absolutely. The, the future is flex. Um, I think what we'll see, I have three kids, and I know that one day my kids are going to turn to me and they're going to say, Dad, tell me about the time that you used to drive 90 minutes each way across the city in Toronto, only to go and put your laptop and your phone down at, let's call it, a desk. Um, why would you be so inefficient? And my answer would be, it's because it's what we always did. The reality is, work is now ubiquitous with place. People will work from various locations throughout the city, closer to home, and then occasionally go into a corporate office only when it makes sense, which is so powerful because for employers, it gives them a chance to reevaluate their real estate portfolio and, and frankly, improve the space they have. So there's great financial benefit for employers as Real estate is traditionally one of the top two to top three costs on a balance sheet, and we're seeing many companies, many of the banks and many large consulting firms and many tech companies looking at scaling down the real estate portfolio. So there's financial benefit, but then the real critical piece is the employee benefit. Health and wellness has become a greater focus than ever before for the good and what we've discovered through the surveying is that people are happier, they're more engaged, they're getting more accomplished by, by having the ability to work closer to home. And the nice thing is is that, is that they're able to add more time during their day for families, for social engagement, for their hobbies and extra things that fall outside of work. So the future is truly flex. We, one of
2: the great things about COVID is we've learned how to be more efficient with our workspace Mm -hmm. and our work environment. And one of the tragedies of COVID is that we've seen a lot of commercial and uh, industrial space come up for lease as Mm -hmm. companies decide they don't need that space. Mm -hmm. What we've also seen is these vacancies in shopping malls or uh, commercial buildings come up Mm -hmm. and be taken over by places like Regis and, and such. Mm-hmm. Do you see that trend con- continuing? Would you put one of your uh, office spaces into a shopping mall to make it more convenient to be within that
3: 15-minute commute? Yes. Uh, it's actually a significant initiative and strategy that we're focusing on as we speak. And I'll give you a couple of examples. We are working on a number of locations in Canada. Um, but two, no- two locations of note that I wanted to make mention one is in Napa, Napa Valley in California. We recently opened up our first space of location, and it's a retail concept um, that in the retail district of Napa, and it gives people that accessibility because the retail space we've seen, obviously, kind of like workspace, it's accelerated. The whole e-commerce movement has accelerated 10 years over the last 15 months, and and now you see this repurposing taking place of, uh, of retail and, shop, and shopping malls. And shopping malls are a brilliant location to add workspace because of all the nature of, of the fact, to your point, uh, of, of being able to really live that 15-minute commute. Um, and so, so we, we grew in Napa. We had a tremendous amount of success uh, at our first retail location in Napa. And we're getting ready to open up. Our next uh, space is retail location, actually in Bogota, Colombia, in a shopping mall. Uh, H&M is on the second floor. We're right above them on the third floor. And we see this as a great strategy to help bring workspace to the masses where people can really start to have an opportunity to be able to work closer to home and, and work closer to the amenities that, uh, that they look for every day. I'm
2: really looking forward to see the, uh, the, the art, artistic and. Cons- of these uh, properties that you have opening up in retail space because that is something that, you know, really had me excited even when uh, they first started talking about it. And, and the reality is there is going to be a lot of space available in, you know, retail outlets like shopping malls.
3: If people well, well, they, want... Yep, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say that the amazing thing is if you think about the shopping mall, the shopping mall is becoming, kind of moving back to the community hub, which I think is incredibly valuable for cities, for local economies, and for communities. We're, we're kind of reincorporating the European town hall concept from hundreds of years ago. You know, the ability to be able to, for people to be able to live, to work, uh, access workplace, and then also access all the services and amenities they need every single day, and frankly, a shopping mall, which was always so heavily focused on retail with some level of services, is now becoming this kind of greater microcosm of a local economy offering up everything that people need every single day. Definitely some
2: exciting changes to uh, workspace and and workspace solutions. Wayne, if people want to get more information about your concepts, where can they find you?
3: You know, best place to find us is at www.spacesworks.com or www.regis.com. It uh, gives our two largest brands that cover most of our locations globally, and uh, we can offer up all the information they need at, at uh, one of those two websites. That's awesome. Thanks so much for joining us and sharing the intro. Thank you, Austin. Thank
0: you, Tina. Have a great day.
1: You too. When we come back, your questions and the hot listing. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us.
0: Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region.
1: Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Tess in Richmond Hill. She wants to know if an agent can help find a rental property and what types of fees are involved. Asif? Great question. And yes, we do rental properties all the time. And the great
2: thing is we do not charge the tenant's fees. Uh, We get paid directly by the person that has the listing, so the landlord. And what we can do is take your needs and wants and try to match you up with the proper property or the right property and when you have properties that are for lease on other sources, like, you know, you're looking at Kijiji and things like that, you don't really know what's behind those properties, who the landlords are. But when you see a property on the MLS and and you see that it's available for lease, there's a track record for those. You can see what it leased out for before. You can see, uh, you know, you can go and visit these properties with your real estate agent and get an idea of who lived there before, what type of condition it's in and things like that. So, you know, we pretty much do all the homework for you in terms of what the best price would be, what you can expect out of this property, what they're looking for in terms of a tenant. And at the same time, when we're representing landlords, we do the same on the other end where we'll pre-qualify the tenants and make sure all their documents are in order, check their references. So we do that for our tenants as well. You're going to need to have all of your documents ready so that we can check them. So that when we're taking you to other people's properties, we can pretty much say to them that we have pre-qualified you and that you would be a good fit for their property.
1: In general terms, how would you describe the rental market right now? Are there bidding wars? There are. The rental
2: market is really hot. We do not have a lot of rentals available in the GTA right now, and and especially York Region. And you're going up against sometimes four or five. I've even seen 20, 25 offers on rentals. So it's very, very competitive. You want to make sure that you're positioned to win these bidding wars or to get the rental that you want. So, you know, having a realtor on your side will be able to help you with that process.
1: Our next question comes from Joe in Markham. He wants to stay in Markham but needs a larger home to accommodate extended family. How and where does he begin his search? Is a new build his only option? Asif, what do you think? Well,
2: with uh, with Markham, there's uh, the good thing about Markham is there's a lot of little pockets that have larger homes. And even some of the older pockets, like Markham Village, there's new homes being constructed on these larger lots that are, you know, the 3,000, 4,000, 5,000 square feet homes that would accommodate your extended family. It just depends on where you want to be in the city and What you're looking for in terms of amenities, schools, and then we can narrow it down and and point you in the right direction. But there are a lot of little pockets. The newer builds, some of them are larger, Uh, they're ultra expensive right now. You could probably get a better deal on resale for larger homes. Uh, But at the same time, there's so many different options available to you. There's, you know, you could get three or four thousand square feet over three stories you can get bungalows you can get two stories it just depends on what you're looking for for your extended family
1: asif if our listeners have more questions and prefer to contact you directly how can they do that
2: you know they can always reach me at 416-985-CON that's
1: 416-985-5426 time now for the on the market hot listing and asif today we are headed east way east
2: way east and a lot of our clients are doing the same and we've got sharon joining us uh, to tell us about a hot property that would interest a lot of our listeners from the gta sharon welcome to the show
4: well thank you very much thank you for having me
2: sharon we've seen a huge movement over the last 15 months uh, you know with people working from home kids going to school from home there's no boundaries anymore and people are able to live where they want to live, where they see themselves retiring or where they see themselves raising their kids. And, you know, the maritime provinces have been a huge draw and you've got a property that just blew us away when we came across it. Tell us a little bit more about this Airbnb property that you have that, you know, people could actually purchase a job as they move out there for the lifestyle.
4: Oh, it is such a beautiful property. The Cliffside Inn on Shore Road in beautiful Prince Edward Island, approximately seven minutes from the Wood Island Ferry. This is a work of love by the current owner. It is stunning from all areas. Basically, we have um, a 12.44-acre property. It has more incredible woodwork than you can imagine. Um, the innkeeper has taken detail to a new level. He has organically farmed out 10 of the acres. The view of the ferry or the fishing boats each morning is just spectacular. And um, it sleeps, basically there's four suites, and he doesn't stop working. He is building all the time. Just redid the kitchen. Um, I myself spent a night there two Friday nights ago with a group of friends, and we had the best time. Um, It would be not just a business. It would also be an incredible family cottage for a large family.
2: And, Shannon, this was ranked in the top 25 for Airbnb properties for 2019 and
4: 2020. Yeah, and it's number one on PEI. (laughs) So if you want a good business, this could be your baby.
2: Hey, Sharon, you know, I'm looking at the price, and I'm going to let you tell the listeners the price, but I'm comparing it to properties in York Region, and we <laughs> are pretty much selling townhouses and, and semi-detached houses for around the million-dollar mark. Tell us what this property is going for.
4: Tell our listeners. This, well, this property is only 779 and it just offers so much more than the property, right? There's the beautiful inn. It's got the extra building it's got a storage building but more so with the land if you wanted to you could come here sell your townhouse pay cash and if you wanted extra cash you could probably sell off and subdivide the lots and give you know 10 people a one acre lot and they would have water view it's such That's a unique incredible. possibility right like I know, and I, we've had lots of clients who have come and paid cash. We, we have clients who are coming and just purchasing, you know, for cash, no conditions, which is crazy, but that's how our market is right now. The Inn is certainly an incredible opportunity, as I mentioned, either for a business. It could also be a perfect yoga retreat. It could be a beautiful spa. It just has endless possibilities. Um, a restaurant where you could actually stay over, like it's the perfect opportunity.
2: You're going to tell us a little bit about PEI and then, uh, once again, the highlights about this property.
4: Um, PEI is the perfect place to live. I don't mean to sound, you know, pompous, but it is. We have enjoyed an incredible lifestyle during COVID that most Canadians could only dream about. We're shopping, we're getting pedicures, we're getting manicures. Um, Everybody's got a haircut if they want it. Uh, We're allowed to be outside with our family and friends. Um, Live entertainment has opened up. We're living the dream here on PEI, and we hope everybody wants to join us. As for the property, um, the detail inside is amazing. Lots of natural wood, lovely open space. The views are spectacular. I, I just wish they would check out my website and come on down. I can do a virtual tour for you. And, you know, I've sold multiple properties with virtual tours, and that seems to be our new normal when we're having folks coming from away.
2: That's sure true. Opportunities
4: there, but there's only one cliffside in. So the first one in will get us.
2: And for our listeners that are going to jump on the computer right now to take a look at this property, what is your website, and how can they see this property?
4: Uh, well, I work for Caldwell Banker Parker Realty, and we have um, five locations, my website, is Sharon's Island.ca, and the inn should be right there at the top. You'll know it by the beautiful blue skies. The incredible glistening water. And it's the one with the beautiful view. And
2: they can also get it on realtor.ca. Just give us the address once again.
4: It's short the Cliffside Inn, Shore Road, located near Wood Islands, Prince Edward Island.
2: Awesome Sharon. Thanks so much for joining us and we hope to find you someone from York Region to scoop up this amazing property.
4: Well, I would love for anybody from the York Region to call, and I'd be happy to show it to them. And I want to thank you for your time
1: today. Thank you. And that's our show for this week. If you missed any part of On the Market, go to 1059theregion.com.